Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to a very special documentary edition of the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster with me as always is Brother Bieszki. Hi. And a returning champion who is brave enough to come out for this very special film, No Safe Spaces, Oh, Brother Justin. We're watching a documentary so I can feel smart. <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> you might in this one. <laughs> you might notice that a certain resident hothead has not chimed in and identified himself as present because he's not here. He has pulled his Loquisha Law card today. Yes, once a year you get the Loquisha Law where you can back out of a lodge cast. He get he gets one. Do we all get one? We all get one. Yeah. Well, I can't. Well, I, well you can't. I but, can't. But yeah. you can. He has played his card. And he is not here. He said that he would not be able to handle it. He would spontaneously combust inside the theater. We told him for his own safety and ours, stay home. We'll handle this. Yeah. The movie is No Safe Spaces. It involves Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. I think they're the ringleaders of this one. Yeah. And what what are we getting into? I mean, what what this is this is a right wing documentary talking about the libtards needing safe spaces is that on college campuses i think on college campuses Mm -hmm. so what what do we know about old dennis prager okay i'm the prager expert here i've been watching (laughs) prager you all week and who uh, is dennis prager i well i didn't know too much about him i thought he was a little bit better than just than dinesh d'souza who we covered last year we covered dinesh uh and he's not gonna show up in this is he uh dinesh i don't think is in okay. this but um yeah. he's he's recharging but prager's batteries. no better he's he's another partisan hack who <laughs> is just out to demonize the leftists and the socialists and uh yeah just he has this kind of caricature of the left of that they're all these um crazed communist anarchists and aren't and, they though uh, yes they are <laughs> and um, that's the plot twist but anyway he he's this time he's fighting back he, he he's <laughs> finally. got finally he's got he's got prager u on his side and which what's is, prager u is that like it's trump, not a, it's not a trump, university it's not trump a uni- university it's not an accredited university at all it's just basically a youtube channel where he puts out these five-minute simplistic videos trying to cover these complex topics. And you've watched which, a bunch of Prager And I watched videos. a bunch of them, and, and there's these guys from all these right-wing think tanks that get on there and tell you, you know, how you're not supposed to have the minimum wage and all this other right. shit. And so it's not a real university, so not only does it not have safe spaces, it has no spaces whatsoever. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. You 
watch YouTube from home, and millions of people do watch these videos. And they have millions of views. Millions of views. Okay. Bill, actually, oh, they've crossed a billion views. Wow. They sued Google because some of their v- videos got demonetized, yeah. which everybody's videos get demonetized. But so they're just they're but they're flipping out. They're right. uh, anyway Prager. Ooh, they're I'm being, coming for they're you. being snowflakes about it. Yeah, they're being total snowflakes. But that's Prager. All you, I all I know about Prager basically is he is a jewish man is that correct yeah that's yes correct. yeah and it's kind of like when the right has an african-american person or a jewish person that's really on their side and spouting the party line they love it and they get behind them and they're like see yeah. i'm not anti-semitic yeah. i love dennis prager see i'm not racist i love ben carson yeah no i listened to an hour interview with candace owens who's kind of the right oh, God. version of oh man <laughs> there it is but it was it was candace owens interviewing prager and <laughs> oh you listened to the whole thing i listened to the whole thing oh and bless it you was, it was just crushing lashing yourself the whole time yeah with a belt see yeah. i i it was always you know i haven't gone deep into prager at all but it was always my understanding that he was like the thinking Republicans windbag. Maybe at one point he was. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But I saw him on Real Time with Bill Maher, and he's just his lips are sewn to Trump's ass yeah. so tightly yeah. that you can't really you can't really take anything he says seriously at this point, unless you take all of Trump very seriously. Well, which... now I'm picturing a Trump, Dennis Prager, Adam Carolla human centipede, <laughs> and I, I, nobody signed it's up delightful. for that. It's delightful. It's yeah. delightful. Well, we... You guys just, know Carolla. Justin, you and I, how many hours, conservatively, do you think we've heard Adam Carolla's distinct Ooh, nasally, nasally drone, drone in our ears? I've heard many, many hours. I mean, uh, we used to listen to his morning show. Yeah. We listened to Loveline. Yeah, and it was podcast. It was fine for the time. And, I, you know, I, I'm not the token conservative in the car or anything, but Adam Carolla is not that conservative. He's a pretty socially liberal dude and more of a libertarian. He's one of these guys that grew up poor and now has money and now is pissed that his tax dollars are being wasted. Right. And to be honest, he is not wrong to think that. Like right. especially living in Los Angeles. But the, we're but the surrounded right, by billionaires whose tax money is being wasted. But the right wing pundits have latched onto that and he doesn't he doesn't shy away from it. Like he'll have Donald Trump Jr. on his show. Yeah, I he don't, loves Prager. He went on tour with Prager. Yeah. He I made this movie with him. I don't think he's running away from it, but I don't think he will ever be held up as like one of their spokespeople. Well, because he, he's, he's not really politically savvy. He just knows no. what he, he knows, shoots from the hip. He doesn't give a shit about, you know, smoking weed or gay marriage. Like, he's all for all that. Yeah. And yeah. he's also not one of these guys. Like, there are trolls like Milo and Ben Shapiro who... Milo. He has both on his show. Yeah. <laughs> but Shapiro, he's not, stand, but Milo... he's not concerned with owning the libs. Right. So that's where I really draw the line, which is... If you've spent the last three years delighted by how much you're owning the libs... Yeah. You're you're dead to me yeah because you we're all going down on this burning ship and people are laughing because someone's sad about polar bears going extinct right. it's like or you could focus about the real problems we have in the world instead of singling out these little dumb minutiae about 
words we use. Right. Yeah, which is kind of how I feel about the free speech thing. It's like, is this the issue you want to die on, Prager? The free speech stuff, I'm very pro-free speech, well, anti-safe space. Is that what's going to be, is that what this movie's going to be about? Like, We'll see. I have no clue. I just know that they're pissed off. They feel like they're being suppressed. But, like, there, there's a fine line between calling out oppression and being the thing that you're claiming that you don't like, which is, you know, whiny liberals. Well, and it's also, you know, one thing that liberals are being accused of these days is like always playing the victim card. Right. So that's exactly what the conservatives are doing. So you make a whole movie about being a victim. So it's kind of hypocritical, but Uh, I mean, we haven't seen it yet. We, We have to see what we have to see what approach they take. But I'm guessing it's not going to be a very nuanced one. <laughs> like, that's my guess. No. Well, I mean, what documentary could be these exactly. days? Like, these days. CNN isn't nuanced. Like, there's no, there's no nuance every anymore. Every headline is clickbait. Every news show has everyone yelling at each other. There's Everything's no opinion. Nuance. Everything's strong opinion. Everythinging. Everything's opinion, yeah. yeah. And it's not going back. I think this is the way things are now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And well, and you know, we can see it I think a little more clearly when we watch conservative documentaries sure. because we go into it probably not agreeing with the premise right. in the first place. So every little thing is like, "Oh, okay, see, that's what you're doing, Dinesh yep. D'Souza." We see the gears yeah. moving whereas if we were part of this, like this movie according to the seating chart is pretty full and the screening after ours is basically sold out which i i i predicted is prager u itself because they're based in sherman oaks so might be a, a company field trip a company field trip to pre, to safe spaces so we're no gonna safe ha- spaces we're gonna have our eyes peeled to see what the crowd is like the people who are going to this who are i assume most of them are not doing investigative podcasts on it you know maybe half the theater is yeah but the other half they're not going to see the gears turning because they want to hear this shit. They're like, you know, Prager's the man, Carolla's the man, you know, Shapiro, yeah. Peterson, give me the tasty medicine that I love. Well, and at this point, too, with ticket prices the way they are, I don't think people are going to see these movies ironically. No, no. and we couldn't even get anybody else to be on this show. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, Justin, you took, you took it. You took the hit. So... You know, but we're on the A list, so yeah, we don't we don't have to this pay our, our first foray into the A list entourage feature. <laughs> yes, yes, we've used the A list entourage today. I, I booked it. Yeah, it's it, we get a little we get a little uh, notification that says Bishki has organized your A list entourage for no safe spaces, which it, I could make an argument is a microaggression <laughs> because it's forcing you into a movie. This is a non-consensual screening <laughs> yeah. of no safe spaces. You just get an email. You've got a ticket. Yep, you're in. <laughs> yeah, you're in. You're fucked. All right. Well, let's go see how unsafe these spaces are, and uh, oof, we'll come out with some searing hot takes on the subject. Prager, I'm coming for you. Ooh. My question: Will they mention that Abraham Lincoln was a Republican? I think so. Every conservative Every, documentary yeah, I've ever I seen mentions. I think that. we're going to hear "Party of Lincoln" a few times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, love and light. Love and light. Stick shifts and safety belts, bucket seats have all got to go when we're driving in the car. It makes my baby seem so far. I See, I 
We're back in our safe space, y'all. Oh, back, so safe. Back in the edge. Ooh. Oh, oh man. I mean... <laughs> you guys, there was a person wearing a MAGA hat in front of us. Signed MAGA hat. Signed <laughs> MAGA hat. <laughs> and uh, I'm triggered. I'm so, I was super triggered. I was, over, I was ready to back to the edge oh, fast enough. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, before, OMG. before we fully dig in... From Rotten Tomatoes, the First Amendment, and the very idea of free speech are under attack in America today. A growing number of Americans don't believe you have the right to speak your mind if what you have to say might offend someone somewhere. They advocate for safe spaces in which people won't be offended by the ideas they may find troubling. But is that what America is about? In No Safe Spaces, comedian and podcast king Adam Carolla and radio talk show host Dennis Prager travel the country talking to experts on the right and left, tour college campuses, and examine their own upbringing to try to understand what is happening in America today and what free speech in America should be like, or should look like, rather. You got more? That's all. That's it. Oh, boy. Okay, well, let's let's talk about this. We're at the Burbank 16, and theater was Pizzacked. Yeah. It was packed to the gills. And I would say median age 60? I'd go a little lower. 58? A lot of, gr- <laughs> lot of gray hairs, but there were some younger younger folks. There were too. a couple. We, were, we, we felt like pretty young bucks in there. There was a couple mega hats. And, but... and I was, most movies were like, let's just kick around in the lobby because we don't want to watch 20 minutes of trailers but i was very curious to see what trailers they would oh, put in front of no safe my spaces god and, and we were not disappointed no. we got in just in time to see what was the first trailer terrence first, malick was the first trailer the which first, doesn't make any sense the first trailer was a terrence for a terrence malick film a hidden life which is about nazis <laughs> oh that, that's the connection okay <laughs> and then we move right into Heavily anticipated Richard Jewell. Which we knew it was going to happen. Which we knew was going to happen. Clint Eastwood. Clint, and the, the theater calmed down a little bit. I heard somebody behind me say, it's Clint Eastwood, so you know it's going to be good. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh man, if I got a podcast for you to listen to. But then we got a bombshell dropped on us. In the form of the film <laughs> Bombshell about Fox News sexual harassment suits. And you could feel, you could feel everything puckering in the audience you could feel everybody tightening up the studio must have just been trolling when they just, put that just, just trolling. trolling the audience and then after that when the preview was done the guy behind me very very nicely was just like i don't think this is the audience for that one <laughs> and then we moved into a movie about a latino football team trying to overcome adversity and and make something of themselves also not the audience also not the audience which it, was expert trolling if you guys noticed one of the voices at the beginning of that film was adam carolla was adam carolla talking about people pouring in from mexico oh, he's amazing said, oh amazing. i think the quote was well, LA's pretty much Mexico now. Right, right. What was great about that was I noticed a tall man with brillowy hair standing in the doorway. Yes. And well well the trailer for the Mr. Rogers movie unspooled, which is great too because Fox News has vilified Mr. Rogers even. They even figure out a way to make him into a liberal boogeyman. 
But as that trailer was was going, Justin leans over and he's like, is that Adam Carolla standing over there? And I look out of the corner of my eye. I knew immediately. I'm like, oh, shit, it is. So after all these trailers, Adam Carolla himself steps out in front of the crowd with the producer, one of the producers from the movie, and basically is just like, listen, all we got is word of mouth. I hope you enjoy it. You're going to enjoy it. Get infected with these ideas and go out there and spread them. <laughs> and people, people were loving it. People were loving it. Yeah, the crowd went wild. Adam Carolla at our screening. So <laughs> then the movie begins with a slow motion shot of Dennis Prager smoking a cigar. Oh, and we get so much Prager smoking a cigar. Oh, so much Prager, and he is trying to look for someone who decidedly isn't very cool looking he's trying to look so cool in this movie and yeah he's doing everything he can yeah there was a point where i thought some of the footage wasn't graded but it just turns out that dennis prager is just hella pale so pale yeah so pale <laughs> they probably turned the saturation all the like, way up this and is, he was still pale they left this in s log yeah. well that's a rookie i'm like nope no that's just a white man it's just very white <laughs> and over the course of nearly two hours, he's 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 got a lot on his mind, and I feel like we don't really stay on track very much. Well, there's a yeah. few points where we go really <laughs> off track, but yeah. but initially, you know, I was I was impressed with the quality of just the technical quality yeah. of it. Like it, it. It was a, it was a little above Dinesh quality, uh, way, way, on, way, on, way above Dinesh. Come on, I'm sorry, way above. Now, Dinesh. and that's a point where I. I legitimately feel sorry for conservative film lovers because sometimes, man, they got nothing. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's if it's not like a theater of ideas, it's just a movie right. for you. Right. It, they're just not well made most right. of the time. Right. And I think the the audiences kind of know it. They know it, but they still support and, it because they're like, "This is this is all we got." Yeah, this is all this is all we have. It's a side effect of our society kind of breaking off into two teams. Yeah. Where it's like, well, this movie kind of blows, not the movie we saw, just in general conservative right. cinema. It's like, yes, blows, but it's for us. Right. You know. So we have to support it or else there won't be more of it. We got Kevin Sorbo and we got to We <laughs> and Brother Bishke and I have been noticing this in faith-based cinema. The quality has gone up folks yeah and with it the box office has gone up so there's a market for it i mean it's, a, it's an underserved well, community and yeah. just tonight that theater was packed and the screening after us is going to be packed i checked i checked the seating i i am wondering if uh corolla and prager have put out the word that you know go to burbank saturday yeah. fill fill the seats and you'll get a special surprise yeah that could be it is so freeing having like we don't have to go to movies politically right like, i don't have to support a goddamn thing no like i no needed to see fahrenheit 9 11 in 2005 yes. or whenever it came out that was the last time i felt like i needed, you needed to, to see support a movie. it no everything is catered directly to, directly to us the the three of us especially in this yeah. car like we don't need yeah we don't need to go out and word of mouth the things we like into prosperity no i've never been pandered to more in my life and but, it feels great but it is very it's a very interesting experience to to be literally surrounded 
by people who I don't know our Venn diagram overlaps on that we're on planet Earth. on planet Earth. <laughs> that's about it. Breathing oxygen. <laughs> that's about it. May enjoy Coca Cola. I love situations like this, and that's kind of what this movie is about: is kind of making sure that people are given the opportunity to have these situations where they may be ideologically outnumbered you know and yeah. it's 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 very interesting and when the movie stays on point it gets dangerously close to being like a well-made documentary because in my opinion at least because when you stick to the topics of quote-unquote safe spaces on campuses there's a lot of gray area for both you know the right and the left to consider you know why don't we want the market to dictate what is successful and what is not? Like, do we really want to shut down all dissenting opinion if we're a liberal campus? Or are we going to let Ben Shapiro do his thing? You uh, know, I, I'm fully on the side of Prager in most of this movie's points. Um, you know, uh, one of the very few things uh, that I'm on, you know, and Corolla in that yeah let ben shapiro do his thing let milo yiannopoulos do his thing because and if you're going to trigger if the emperor the has no clothes you yeah. know the people will know eventually because they'll run out of material yeah you know yeah. like yeah, milo's I, like nothing now he was just like a troll and then he got big for a second and but whatever. many would say he that well, he his account was su suspended like oh, so that's true that's that because he was silenced but if you really do look at at what his thing is he's just a provocateur yeah. a pretty empty provocateur yeah yeah the, and most the response, of these people are the response to him in particular was very disappointing to me just not in the movie but in the real world where right. he's so obviously a troll yeah like when you're triggered by this guy he wins so fast right yes that's all he wants to do and that's all ann coulter wants to do and i mean i think candace owens is maybe a little Ooh. bit insane but she also Candace wants to is, do that oh and this yeah. movie had multiple clips of barack obama up there talking about free speech right. and the theater didn't boo or hiss or any of that shit it was just no. there are you know token liberal voices who have in recent years been kind of condemned for having views that aren't remotely extreme right. bill maher is not remotely extreme jerry seinfeld and the movie did a good extreme. job of kind of spreading it around on both the right and the left saying it's not just us yeah. it's the left too mm -hmm. the movie oh this movie overplays its hand by multiple integers in that regard but what i'm talking about specifically is when they stay on track yeah. yeah, I think you and I, maybe, I, I don't want to throw you under the bus, but <laughs> we were on the same page, I think, for a while, because, yeah, when it's on point, it, it I don't even disagree with the premise of the movie, to right. be honest with you. I think the problem that they're portraying, I also think it's a problem. It's a little claustrophobic yeah. on campus these days. <laughs> yeah, and I think where I, I think where I start to, to break off from the movie is... How big of a problem do we think this is? Right. Yeah. Because I and they 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 extrapolate amp it up. <laughs> yeah. How much Antifa footage we have oh. in this movie? Like yeah. so much, so many Starbucks windows getting shattered. Yeah. Like, oh. which and, is it's and a, the same footage of such things 
like the same person smashing the same window from different angles sprinkled throughout the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Which is, it's funny because <laughs> someone, I think it was Dershowitz. Dur- ma- Dershy shows up alone. Yeah, Dersh. <laughs> makes it a point to say like, we know there are Nazis or, you know, neo-Nazis. There yeah. are fascists, right? There's a handful of them. They're not as big of a problem as everyone says. Which is exactly what I would say about these Antifa assholes, which is, like, they come in, they antagonize, they break things. I don't think it's the end of the fucking world that these people are there. The anarchists have always been around. We ignore them. We have the cops shoot tear gas, and then we move on with our lives. But here's the thing. Here's the fatal flaw of the movie is the elephant in the room is the Trump administration that yeah. they do not touch. No. We have white supremacists in the cabinet, and there is a reason for this uprising of and panic, quite frankly, of hoping that we don't turn into that in this country. The demonstrations that they're demonizing with showing like the triggered liberals screaming just out of context into cameras, they don't give context to what they're even talking about. They just put a blanket over it saying they want to silence us. They want to silence us. But there's not that crucial reason of why just a couple years ago shit went crazy in this co- in this country in charlottesville yeah and in charlottesville they show a brief shot of the tiki men and then they go right to antifa like yeah. mm-hmm. it's it's not it's disingenuous at best how they present this stuff yeah and that's to me where it starts getting dinesh style icky yeah you're ignoring so much trump's name is only brought up once in this movie yeah, and, and, and it's a joke about using the term Trump. Trump. Yeah, yeah. Common sense should Trump Trump. That is what is said. And that's yeah. it. No one else. Dennis Prager is not going on record talking about how much he loves Donald Trump and how hypocritical that is that he's just giving all this shit that's going on a free pass. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's bad yeah. documentary filmmaking. Yeah. Another how- problem I had is that it's kind of like watching Fox News in that you go from one picked out incident to it's another picked, yeah. and they have to find, they go, where do they go? What university was that? It was like evergreen, evergreen. Yes. Like where the hell is that? What is out in the middle know? of nowhere? So they have to like go and cherry pick all these stories that fit in with their narrative. And it's just basically like watching Tucker Carlson. Like this, you know, this fits our, our I, narrative. And tonight. I'm fi- I was fine with that with, I, I think this movie would have been stronger if they would have picked, three situations you, you know pick the evergreen college one pick the big berkeley shapiro protest and then maybe a third one and really study those situations yeah agreed and then interviewed more people who were involved yes gotten more sides to the story because and these are things i think like i was saying in the intro i don't think they're as apparent when you agree with what's happening on screen exactly. politically you, you just let it wash over yeah. you and you're like yep fuck yeah. fuck those triggered libtards one thing that really opened my eyes in terms of how documentaries are reviewed and perceived and even enjoyed was i think it was oh three or oh four a documentary came out called outfoxed yes yeah which is hot garbage it's, it's low it's budget a, it's not a well-made no, documentary no that's it is um yeah, awful 
it yeah. should have 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> but, However, yes. because it had a message. It was right coming off hot and you know right on the heels of the iraq war yep. people were angry at george w bush they were angry at a, a rise in conservatism so everyone that i talked to about this movie Love was it. like oh it's amazing you have to see it and i think at the time you had to buy the dvd on like their website yeah because there were no streaming services I yet i rented it on netflix yeah <laughs> And I got it, and I'm like, this is garbage. They use star wipes. Like, this is just a pile of shit as a movie. It doesn't matter if I don't like Fox News. It doesn't matter if I don't like George Bush. Right. You made a terrible goddamn movie, and I'm going to call it a terrible movie. We should be able to do that when criticizing film. Yeah. It shouldn't be solely dictated on political terms, because otherwise it's disingenuous. But that that horse has left the barn. Oh, of course. <laughs> so you get. Uh, I don't think many people are reviewing this movie, but the few that have, I think it's at fifty percent. It's, it's rotten. It's rot. Is it rotten? But the but the audience score is like ninety nine percent. Ninety nine percent. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which is they're both just political reactions. Right. I'm on this team. I have to say I love it. Right. I'm on the other team. I have to say I hate it. And it's just, it's unfortunate. Well, that's why I think this movie's, it's way more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Because, A, it looks fine, it's edited well, you know, like, that helps. Because then you're you're just looking at what it's saying. There was enough in there where I was like, you know what, Prager, I could reach across the aisle on that point and that point and that point. But then, oh my god. they The first thing they show you is like the prototypical meme woman who is the triggered woman that's like gritting her teeth and yelling you can hear in the audience like they love it like this movie plays the audience like a piano mm-hmm. like you see somebody of color in a protest yelling out of context screaming at somebody and you just hear murmurs in the audience just like oh fuck oh yeah. whoa, what the fuck yeah you know and that's that's well, where it so, gets the worst sequence to me was the sequence where he's talking to he goes to the i think it was an all-black college this oh, is the overreach we, and, we all cringed oh, at this man. one so and he's bad. talking to just just um a, a cherry pick group of african-american gentlemen <laughs> and he wants to own them so he he's talking well, about racism he wants to figuratively own them yeah. by talking about their ancestors being literally owned yeah and these guys are Considering they're just people out the street, they're pretty articulate in what they're saying. But then you bring on Shelby Steele, the preeminent conservative black man, uh, countering everything that these guys are saying and saying that they're victims and they're the real racists. And the only way, the only way to realize that racism doesn't exist anymore is to go out and pretend that it doesn't and get a job. <laughs> Well, just his, if it was just (laughs) his conversation with them, which again was out of place, out of place, regardless of where you're at in the debate, spaces or free speech. I mean, I, you could make an argument that he was proving a point that we need to have a discussion. Sure. And him talking to these people might let them see his point of view instead of him being preemptively shut down. So that I kind of get. It did still feel very out of place. And it's but then the commentary pale as fuck. Dennis Prager doing yeah, this, yeah. and he's saying literally, 
racism doesn't exist. But it, it, yeah, and in the context of the movie, I was confused why we were there. We shouldn't the have movie been there. Had yeah. some momentum. And you go to Shelby Steele. Where's Cornell West in the matter? Our, Cornell West is in this movie. They dip in slightly. But, but Cornell West gets about 30 seconds, I think. They get all these hot take left-wing guys, some of which have been on the Corolla show, so they just show clips from Corolla's podcast. Yeah. But Van they, Jones. But they only use the clips where they're supporting <laughs> this movie's ideology, which... If you're Van Jones and you go to no safe spaces, your head's just in your hands, especially at this at this African-American college section yeah. where it's it's a coup de grace at the end of baiting the, the average Fox viewer with all this, you know, out of context footage. And then they just put the cherry on top saying, oh, yeah. And, you know, you don't like black people just as a rule. And we're going to tell you it's their problem. <laughs> It's yeah. their problem. Yeah. It's their problem because they have an institutional mindset of we're looking at them funny because we don't like them. Yeah, they're being victims. But it's fucking true. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, and that was it, disgusting. Well, that, was, some, that was the lowest point. I, I was familiar with about 75% of the stories, I think, portrayed. Yeah. And some of them, I just re like I read about them in the New York Times, and was like, "This is fucking disgusting." How this person got fired, or this person got blocked from Twitter. Right. I don't agree with it. One, I'm reading this from the goddamn New York Times. Right. So it's not like I've been brainwashed by Fox News and some right. of these stories. No, there, there's there's common ground that they could find yeah. in this documentary. And but other ones. I I pause because I can smell a rat, you know, <laughs> like I know a few of them. I'm like, they're not telling me the whole story. No, like, this this Asian American college Christian, uh, whatever I, student I, senate, student whatever. Yeah, yeah, she was a student senator and she was head of some Christian group or whatever. Somebody's not telling me something on that story. Well, that they, story they, smelled. They always leave out the most crucial part where she's like. Uh, they they brought up a vote for uh, some sort of student law that was going down, and my Christian values and my core beliefs led me to, you know, abstain from voting. And then everybody was calling me a racist. No, what did you say, though? Like, what mm -hmm. the fuck did you say in that speech that set everybody off? That's the crucial part. They leave it out. They leave I, it out. I want to separate those instances from... Yes the ridiculous ones because there's footage in this movie of people that i think is embarrassing there's plenty of rid actual ridiculous yeah. stuff that you can focus on but when you show when you lump roseanne in with all these other quote -unquote, victims <laughs> yes yeah and you don't show any context of what they did it's just like roseanne fired from her own show like they don't show the other side of it and yeah. if it's documentary fail 101 to not even allude to it and when you have plenty of ammo for your cause that could actually help sway people that are on the fence and you glaze through that like yeah what are you doing they're not hurting for content i mean these things are so thoroughly documented yeah and everybody's got their phones out the people who are yelling and screaming they're proud they think they're heroes they don't mind being filmed they don't mind they think they're in the right. So it's not like it's hidden footage no. of getting caught. 
stick with that, man. Yeah. Like, that's the good stuff. Yeah. And that's yeah. when when the movie started moving away from focusing just on colleges being a place to expand your mind and to see other other viewpoints and moved into what's the problem with the rest of the stuff you don't like about the country right now? Yeah. You know, <laughs> they, they did not mention that Abraham Lincoln was a Republican, but they Amazing. did show him. They showed Abraham, the, the Lincoln Memorial yeah. very, very conspicuously. Yeah. One thing about the Prager, uh, U, Prager U versus Google lawsuit is they bring up these videos. I guess they weren't, or maybe some were demonetized, but they were put in restricted mode. Right. What snowflakes are watching YouTube in rest- in restricted mode? Yeah, like, that they, is such a safe space. They like, make it clear that no, your videos they, aren't taken down. They're only not viewable by people who have the safe mode on. Yes, the safe mode on YouTube. So it's like splitting hairs. It's like, but, it's like why are you suing people for that crap? But, but because they, this is Prager wanting to blow himself as many times as possible. <laughs> on camera they know that the average person watching this movie who is of a certain age they know youtube sort of but they don't know the delicate intricacies of the safe mode yeah so you they know? think the video is like banned he, they banned him the liberals banned his ideas yeah and then they cut to all our favorite phases in politics you got ted cruz you got jim jordan you got all these fuckers just eating it up laughing it up fighting the good fight not fully taking into account that this is not a full ban that we're talking about yeah they're just grandstanding and that's that's what prager's doing this is a this is a glorified ad for his webpage and his classical music uh compo- <laughs> um or uh, conducting yes and this is also an ad for Corolla's podcast, which they call the most downloaded podcast in the world, which it is not anymore. At, yeah, I think at one it was time at one it might point. have been, yeah. But, I mean, what do we expect? One thing I definitely want to talk about is the sheer amount of varied animation styles in this <laughs> yes. film. Because they there's a cutaway of... Was it young Adam Carolla, young Dennis Prager? Yes. So they shot live action versions of that. Yes. But then there were animated versions. And there was which like were a 2D animation. And then they there was a bit of Corolla yeah. where it was weird Meant children look... style three D animation. Meant to look like claymation. But it like was clayma- it was kinda like when Homer was in three D. Yes. Like early three D. Yes. <laughs> It was really strange. And then there was a parody called Social Justice Warriors. Which where the it was crowd like, went wild. Oh, yeah. the, oh, crowd the crowd went wild. There was a few moments of applause, but that, yeah, that one was very... So that one... It was like superheroes that yeah. were seeing, ra- like, the superpower to see racism everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Arguably the salad dragon. We don't even need to no. re- refer to it as such. But, yes. You could if you wanted to. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> and then there's a parody of Schoolhouse Rock. Yes. With the first amendment yep. which i thought was legitimately funny a, yeah. a van comes up with a coexist sticker on it and just they just do <laughs> antifa, by shooting. antifa blows away the bill it. of rights <laughs> i mean father three style i mean when you're as entrenched as we were in this movie and you, when you're that surrounded you you find your entertainment where you can get it yeah. and that was that, that was, was pretty it. funny that yeah. was pretty funny. uh then there's a clip of the simpsons there's a clip of south park yeah i think this might have a guinness record of 
most animation styles in one film. <laughs> right. This beats out the, the Animatrix. Yeah. It's a grand tapestry that was pulling from a lot of different sources. And you could feel you could feel the crowd being pulled in different directions too. But I just can't get over how icky it feels when there is something that is played to be blatantly like racially or homosexually provocative and you just it got the exact the exact reaction from the crowd that it wanted which is oh these angry black people oh it feels it feels so dirty i just want to i just want to wash it off i just want to feel so unclean but it's interesting to see you know i i want to know what's out there i want to know how this stuff really plays with people. A lot of this stuff just happens behind, you know, closed doors when people are just yelling at their Fox News or whatever. <laughs> it's interesting to see it out in the world and to just feel how how far we actually have to go to bridge the gaps that we have. Yeah. And in a way, in a roundabout way, I think this movie, its subject at least, which is you got to listen to other ideas, even if they're absolutely stupid in your own mind. How else are we going to come together? We're we're going so yeah, much farther I mean, apart. I'm of two minds with that because it's like the movie focuses all on race and gender and wedge issues. Yeah. That are going to separate us. I'm not saying the movie's helping. I'm yeah. saying the subject matter, if fully explored correctly, has the kind of power that can bring people together, mm-hmm. you know, or at least listen to each other. But, you know, as it is, this movie, <laughs> like, liberals aren't even going to watch this movie, no. you know. And, and I mean, that's the fundamental problem with documentaries in general, is sure. that the, you're making this film to try to change someone's mind, yeah. but the only people that see it are people that agree with you. Exactly. That's exactly. why Michael Moore's documentaries would, wouldn't have changed one no. vote in an election. Absolutely not. So, is there a way to make a political documentary that can change minds? I don't know. I think you can if you, you know, do a deep dive on, you know, a particular subject or something that... I feel like Tony Kaye's Lake of Fire was the closest I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. But because it just presents these different scenarios in which abortion is the central factor, that's the closest I've come to... Oh, if I sat down with like, you know, an extremely pro-life, you know, relative and we both watched the same movie, it would be more of a conversation afterwards than, you know, one of us being shut down, you know, and the other one being triumphant. Yeah. Well, that's also, I mean, like the artistic merit of that movie, which again, can't can't be stated enough. That movie is fucking fantastic. Yes. Recommended. Uh, is just it blows everything out of the water on the uh, the other side of the aisle, right? And, and and we weren't even talking about that movie in those terms. You're right. you're praising it for being even handed. I'm just trying to think but of it's, what could possibly, yeah, because this ain't it, Chief. No, <laughs> no, it is not. It. And Michael Moore ain't it. So we're just gonna keep getting, you know, more and more divided. Maybe that's, maybe that's just how it's got to be. I mean, until something really blows up. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's, it, you just need to make a rock-solid case. Yeah. Because we've seen Dinesh D'Souza documentaries. We watched <laughs> this. It's not really putting a dent in it. I mean, this movie, like like I said before, I don't really disagree with the premise in the first place, so I'm not, 
I don't really need to be converted per se. Right. I just think it's a matter of how severe this problem is and how we want to address it. And... Right. And another another aspect of the overreach that just brought me out of it too is they take it out of the schools and they're like, the plan of the left is to indoctrinate these students so that they can become the leaders to phase us out. It's like, guys, with all due respect, which is not a whole lot, fuck you. You're overreaching. Yeah. Another safe space. Uh, Christian conservative universities and homeschooling <laughs> where... Yeah, the ultimate safe spaces. Yeah, yeah. Christian conservative universities where if you came into a Christian conservative university and started preaching evolution or... Yeah, or, uh, sex education. Or Buddhism or whatever, like, yeah. you're immediately kicked off the faculty. Yeah. I, I'm assuming. Because you're like, so, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> did so, you not Did you not know so, what we do here? So each side's got its safe spaces. Of course. It is narrow-minded to use this right versus left without proper context and say that that's the problem. Yeah. And completely avoid everything related to Trump so that you don't have to be a big fucking hypocrite on yeah. camera forever. Yeah. Like fuck you dennis prager like say <laughs> come out and say how much you love your daddy trump yeah and put it on film and put your fucking money where your mouth is exactly and yeah. then i i would actually my bone count i don't know how meager my bone count's going to be but it would go up maybe just even in spirit if yeah. he were to just be honest with no, these, so, where these he's socially from. conservative people like that just jumped on the trump wagon that are just kind of in secret supporting trump yes. now like they just drive me nuts like come out and say it put your mega hat on Dennis. say it say and, it we're and, at that point yeah we're yeah. at that point your we, audience is way past that point yeah we got a mega hat in front of us you got mega <laughs> it's signed mega fever all over the all over the theater just put your mega hat on uh, yes stop how, being a coward how great is it that we don't have to wear hats <laughs> It's like yeah. <laughs> I proudly voted for Barack Obama. Didn't yeah, have to wear a goddamn have, hat. Didn't have to wear anything. So great. Let's wear my bear's hat. <laughs> Let's go to these triggered bones. I can feel it in my bones. Ooh, who did, I'm going to start with Bishki. Bishki, you okay. put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, I've actually come down some from Prager. Watching Prager, you get you real fired up, and because you're shooting it right into your veins. Yeah, it, yeah. And watching Candace Owens interview Prager. Oh, oh, Candace Owens is that's another level. She is wow. Anyway, um, yeah, this movie's more well done than a Dinesh doc. You know, very. <laughs> are we now? Are we are we grading this on a Dinesh scale? Like, what's our frame of reference here? Are we bringing this up the, against all movies, all the, documentaries, or all right-wing documentaries? Just the D'Souza scale. The D'Souza scale. On the D'Souza scale, yeah. this, 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 this is a four-bone masterpiece. This, this, this is Trump's it by... No one said crooked Hillary in this movie. No. Four yeah. bones. Hillary yeah. wasn't even in this movie. And Dinesh somehow wasn't in this movie. But, yeah, somehow. But, um, yeah, I mean, I agree with a lot of the sentiments around no safe spaces and free speech on campus. Um, but beyond that, I think the filmmaking was was a little better than par. Still felt gross being in there watching <laughs> a bunch of white people groan at... At anybody who wasn't exactly like them. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and, if you guys uh, noticed, MAGA hat guy was totally Asian. Was he? MAGA hat guy oh, was yeah. Asian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that... Uh, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Continue. You couldn't tell because he was directly. So you just in front got owned, you. Libtard. You I just got, got owned. You just got owned, I Libtard. Got owned. Oh. And uh, but for my what? Space, it, my safe space got shattered. Yeah, Kroll, Kroll was fine. I'm glad he came out for the theater. That helped the the, the performance. Um, I'll give it one and a half bones. Nice, Fishkey. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Brother Justin, what do you got? I really want to see a follow-up to this because I, I, I'm not going to repeat that dumb catchphrase about being liberal when you're young and blah, blah, blah. Sure, I think sure. it's horseshit. Yeah. But I think a lot of people do get less liberal as they get older. Of course. And I would love to see a follow-up where we find a lot of these people that were yelling and screaming at college professors and deans and just see if they still have that passion 20 years on. Yeah, like do mm-hmm. the do the up series but with uh <laughs> yeah, with protesters. Yeah. I have to think most of them are going to be embarrassed in hindsight. If well, they it, aren't it depend, already. It depends on where the world goes. Mm-hmm. We don't I mean, shit could get really fucked up. Well, you know, this this can't help but be in the shadow of of D'Souza docs and of, you know, PragerU videos. Uh, so, you know, like Bishy was saying, I think along those lines, it's more well-made than most of that stuff. And I think you got to give it up for that. I think it needed to stay on the rails. I think you're totally right that if it was more focused and stuck to three of these incidents and really dove in to why people were so outraged and, you know, the psychology behind kind of those people getting triggered and then people becoming famous for essentially being trolls and then maybe moderate people just amused by the whole theatrics of it like there's no there's no hilarious there's no interview with anybody who is quote-unquote triggered there's just there there really isn't there's a snippet where someone will be just like I don't know who's speaking but I hate them you need to shut up you You need need to shut shut up. up yeah there's no there's nothing yeah I mean, who who knows if that would help? Sure, sure. Who knows? <laughs> it but at least it would make this movie way more conservative. It would honestly. make it more interesting, though, because just uh, it's just disingenuous to leave them out. Yeah, yeah. Because what you do see is hard to watch. Yeah. So as far as docs go in general, I've certainly seen much better. We all have, but given the subject matter and given the personalities involved i mean michael moore is great at what he does so it's hard to compete with him when you put yourself in the dock so much as they have because i thought a lot of their stuff was a little embarrassing and out of context (laughs) yeah but i'm gonna give this two bones boom two bones for no safe spaces you might get on the poster now. <laughs> They're so starved. Oh, shit. They're so starved for reviews. My name's Jason Liu. <laughs> for the record. Perfect. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm getting less in love with this movie. <laughs> I wasn't in love with it before, but it's it's dropping a little bit more. I have to commend they, they got a full HD drone to fly over the campuses, which mm-hmm. is great. I liked the animation. I liked what was going on there, even though it was inconsistent and all over the place. There was a fun spirit to to the way that some of those montages were put together, even if I find some of it very disturbingly disingenuous. So on a technical level, I'm going to give it half a bone. 
And then on a level where I can see, like, I could re-edit this documentary into something that's more compelling for not just the people that are going to go see it, but I have to go with what is presented, and with what's presented, it's just, it's an unwieldy, overreaching, Fox News baiting situation that we have on our hands here. But I am going to give a half bone to the little morsels that I saw in there that I was excising with my editing hands and putting in a clean sequence with more context and with more nuance. So that adds up to one bone, which is more than I thought I was going to give it. No safe spaces. You surprised me a little bit tonight, but just a little bit. Not fully triggered. Not not fully triggered. Nobody gave this a woof. I think we're going to get canceled, guys. I think think we might get canceled, but... You know what? I've also been a lifelong, pretty much lifelong Corolla fan, which could be painting my goggles here a little bit. But I think one bone is where it's at for me. There we go, guys. No safe spaces. You think this is going to make money at the box office? You think the word of mouth is going to spread? I mean, because this isn't a fantastic film, artists aren't going to support it. But no. the message they really should be, I think... Because, goddamn, like, you gotta stand up for free speech if you're a fucking stand-up comedian. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you guys see stand-up comedy getting freer? <laughs> like, I think I think it's, it's probably gonna get more restricted before it gets more open. It's gonna get more restricted, and what's gonna happen is it's gonna be so annoying because a comedian will rise from the ashes, yeah. a la Andrew Dice Clay... <laughs> Who sucks. And, <laughs> and be so anti-PC, yes. and people will be thirsty yep. for it, and his mediocre... It will be a he. Yep. His mediocre jokes yep. will be seen as uproariously yep. funny because it's rejecting this restrictive PC culture, and we're going to sit back and just hate everybody. That's exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be Andrew Dice Clay all over again, and people are going to eat it up. Oh, my God, it's it, coming. It's going to be so painful. We got to call it out when we see it. <laughs> it's going to be like Polly Shore's grandkid. It's going to fucking <laughs> take the world by storm. Oh, well, I hope you didn't get triggered too hard, folks. I hope you find our forays into right-wing documentary filmmaking interesting and uh even if it's not interesting enough for you to go check out what we endure at least you know that we're out there taking the slings and arrows for you boots on the ground seeing what it's all about this is america i'm gonna watch fox news watch tucker carlson yeah we gotta get home in time for tucker guys tucker's on and in, in, tucker's on 15 minutes so love and light and fuck be careful out there they say great big world in less than seven days i know your son lived here a while did you know i know his name it's sad to think some people don't really love you at all i'll do my best to change their minds if you let me grow real tall dear god i pray please keep our world safe 
us quite a lot to make us such a pretty place if you'll let me I'm fully on the side of Prager. 